Amen. But here's the thing, your response. Now, I want to tell you something. God has given us the, 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 the emotion of anger. But it's our response to the anger is where the problem comes in. That's when we move into sin. Think about some of the things you done told your spouse. Think about some things you done told your kids. Think about some things you done told people who made you real mad. And, and you dropped a few F-bombs with it too. Come on, you did. You did. Being Christian and all. Yeah, and if you didn't say it, you thought it. And the Bible says if you don't, if you even think it, you've done it. Amen. A lot of us struggle with arguments. We just don't want to, when we come to church, you know, we put on our church face. But when we go home, we go right, we pick up where we left. Uh-oh. What do we do? We pick up where I told my kids I ain't arguing with you this year. Hey. <laughs> Especially the oldest one, the older ones. I ain't arguing with y'all. Y'all better listen. Amen. You know what I mean? You, ever, you know, you a child. You get get in your place. Oh Lord. And when they get the old, when they get older now, they think they know everything. So you know what you got to do, right? You got to prove that you know more. You ain't really got to prove that, really. You just got you got to just open your mouth and tell them. You know. Amen. That's for my oldest back there. So let's pray and let's get started. Father, we thank you for your word and. Thank you for another year of uh, learning. Uh, this is our first Sunday. This is how we're going to start our year off. And I pray, um, let it not be like the gym membership, <laughs> where we start off strong, and then in the middle of the year, we fade off. Uh, would you help us now to develop spiritually, to become disciples of Jesus Christ, to become stronger witnesses for you, God? And to multiply, God, that people will look at our lives and what they'll do is they'll say, I want to know more about Jesus because of you. So would you help us to preserve our witness and bless the teachings of this year now in Jesus' name. Thank you for those watching online. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. James chapter 4, uh, verse 1. We already know that James is speaking in the context of trials. <clears throat> uh, do you not know that sometimes you're arguing about things that's not related to the thing that you're arguing about? The other day I got really upset about something. And I went to the store and this guy looked at me. I said, don't, don't you look at me in my mind. I said, don't you look at me. I was mad about something else. But I, I was like, yeah, try me now. Just try me. In my mind, I'm, I'm having this conversation. Can I be real with y'all? Huh? Oh, I'm a sinner. Yes, I am. Amen. Yeah, you struggle with the same thing. Some of you actually act out on it. But I was having this conversation in my mind. I'm like, look at me again. And then when I saw him, I go, how you doing? I just smiled. <laughs> I had, I had to walk around the store and get cool, calm down a little bit. You understand, you understand what I'm saying? And it's crazy because sometimes that's what we do. 
We take our anger out on people, on innocent people. We found they found out. To the, I think it was last night that the young girl that got killed, they were after the wrong person. They shot the wrong person. You understand? You know what? What would even compare you to do something like that? You, you, how do you get to a point, to the point in your life where you feel like taking somebody's life is the best option? Come on. And, and listen, and some of us are in relationships where it's so difficult. It's it, Everything is an argument. Everything is a disagreement. Everything is a back and forth. You know what I mean? How can you really be happy like that? And there has to be a breaking point. And then if you take the low road, then you feel somehow that you're being taken advantage of all the time. Come on. Am I right about it? So we have to get down to the source of the matter. James says something. He says, what is the what? Uh, he asks a question. Not just the, the, the source of what? Conflict. Quarrels and what? Quarrels and what? I mean, seriously. Listen, this book was written... Over 2,000 years ago. Did you know that? And even back then, they were having what? You, you know what that word quarrel means in the, in the Greek? The word means battles. Actual wars. You know, a lot of us, we're warring with ourselves or we're warring with somebody else. I don't want to, how many want to live like that? I don't want to. I don't want to live like that, but it happens, right? So then how do you how do you handle this stuff? Amen. He says, what is the what is the source of what? Quarrels. Amen. Right? Uh he says the source. Hold on a second. And, and this word, this word literally means wars, like. Where it's used in scripture? Let me show you what's used. Let me show you. Let me, this is this is heavy. You know, we're thinking, oh, just it's just it's just it's just you sometimes we're at war with our spouses. Seriously, all out wars. Have you ever seen the War of the Roses? Anybody seen that movie? I always have my couples in, in, in marriage counseling. I always happen to watch that. It starts off really good. Life's oh, it's just wonderful. And then they, then she woke up one morning and just slapped him in the face and said, I don't want to be married no more. And he's, he wanted to hold his ground, and they got into this big whole fight over the house. <laughs> check it out. It's, it's an old movie, all right? But check it out. I always have my couples look at that because it, it's crazy how you live your life to end up like that. But as a child of God, with the spirit of God, we shouldn't be fighting, y'all. We shouldn't be arguing like that. We shouldn't be at war. Go there. Go, let me show you where this word quarrel is used in the context. Watch this. Matthew, Matthew, Mark 13, 7. Now, now, it's the same word as quarrels. But I want to show you how the word is used elsewhere. This is what you call, this is what you call the law of first mention 
or where the word is actually used elsewhere in a different context, but it gives you an understanding of what the word really means. Yep, y'all follow, y'all follow me in that? Now, this year, I'm moving you to maturity, okay? So I'm going deeper. All right? So 905 going to be lit. What, I, what we're going to be doing in 905 is I'm going to be teaching life messages. Right? So next week, uh, in two weeks, I'm going to start talking about breaking free. Breaking free from, you know, bad habits. Right? Tuesday night, I'm going to be teaching more doctrinal messages. We're going to go through the book of Ephesians. I'm going to teach you Bible stuff on Tuesday night, okay? And then Sunday morning, I'm coming back, amen, and it's going to be life messages for you to live. So what I'm going to do next year, this year, is I'm balancing out your teaching, your diet, so that you can have a stronger Christian life. Because here's what I'm convicted by. If you are not reproducing other disciples like yourself, then there's a problem. People should want to come to Christ because of what's going on in your life. Amen. But if we're quarreling, come on somebody. And if we're arguing in front of our kids and stuff. Now listen, you're going to argue in front of your kids. We're not perfect. So let's just get that out the way. Okay. But we're going to learn how to manage that better. All right. What do you say? When you hear of what? Now, that word wars is the same word used in James as what? Quarrels. Look, at it's on the screen. Look what he said. He said, wars and rumors of wars. He says, do not be frightened. Those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. Now, look at the words. Look at the, look at the context. He says, when you're hearing, I'm talking about Afghanistan wars. It's the same word when you go back to James chapter 4, verse 1. That's the same word as what? Quarrels. So what does that do for you? What does that do? What does that, how does that help you? That helps you to understand some of the stuff that we get into without, or whoever, it's an all-out war. And we got to stop. And we got to ask ourselves, right? Do I want my way? You know, I got to pray. I pray every day. I say, Lord, help me to pursue peace. Help me to embrace peace. Help me not to always want my way. For it only creates tension. Because that's really what the source is. The source is selfishness. I want it my way. And if I don't get what I want, guess what I'm going to do? It's a war. Watch what he says. He says, what is the source of quarrels and what? Conflicts. Right? Now, now that word conflicts, amen, it's a different word. And the word just simply means a fight. It's a fight now. So you have a fight going on in your relationship. It's, it's, yeah, it's on. It's war. We declare war. Is that, is that heavy? 
Can you imagine that when you first met a, met this person, right? How you admired them, how you loved them, and how you appreciated them. Even with your kids, right? You know, I'm just saying, right? And then all of a sudden, now it's like, I can't stand you. That's some deep stuff, ain't it? How do we get that far? How do we get to that point? Look what he says. He says, is not the source, and he points out the source. Is not the source what? That wages what? Wages war, different word now. This is a whole different word. Now watch this. This word has the idea of serving as a soldier in the war. (laughs) The first one is you're causing a war, Lord Jesus. This one now is what? You're serving as a what? As a soldier in the war. So in other words, watch this. He says, if we really were to search out the source, it's in our bodies. (laughs) Look what he says. Your pleasures, right? That, That word pleasure means to enjoy oneself all the time. You know, you know what? I want you, I want you to think about this. Let me see how I'm going to frame this. Because <clears throat> I already know what some of you are going to say. But, so I want to. Here's the thing. Do you want to see somebody do better than you? Good. A lot of people say no. A lot of us don't have even the capacity for that. Because when we see someone else doing better than us, it it starts a war on the inside of us. This is where envy comes in. Listen, some of us, Because somebody's doing better than us, we make life difficult. I see this in husbands and wives all the time. I counsel all the time, right? The wife is doing better than the husband get tripped out. He tripped out. The money's coming to the same house, but he's tripped out. Because for some reason, he felt, feels like he's lost his position somehow. But I'm not just talking about husband and wife. I'm talking about anybody else. We got a problem with that, y'all. And you know what that means? Not all of us. We haven't really died to self. I wondered sometimes, like, why do, you, why, do, why do people feel so angry about somebody else's success? 
Am I am I tripping or do, do you see that all the time? Like, like why why do why do why do people why do we get there? He says it's the pleasures that's waging war in the what in the members, right? So so for you fill in the blank now. Let's let's let's, let's do that right quick because I want to lose my way here. All right. So what is the fill? What's the first fill in the blank? Is conflict, conflicting desires. That's that's the first fill in the blank. It's what conflicting, conflicting what desires. Amen. A lot of us have a conflict of getting up on Sunday morning. Church, stay at home. I worked all week. It's a conflict. There's a, a struggle going on. There's a battle going on within us. Marriage. You want to laugh, but you don't. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, it's, just, it's, it's a lot of things. There's a conflict going on. And here's the thing. I believe until you can really search out your true desires... You're going to always have conflicts. Listen, when will you ever be, you ready for this? Uh-oh. Content. I'm making it my mission this year. Seriously. Because I got to get some of that selfishness out of me. Seriously. I want to promote, I want to, Pour into people to see them do better. I do that anyways, but I'm just saying, but on a different level. Do you not know that you can't take nothing with you when you leave this earth? Do you know that? But do you not know that you can use your worldly goods, your worldly wealth to help somebody else? To promote somebody else? Listen, you, you, you may try to do it yourself, but listen, I promise you. I want to get to a place in my life where I want to see others do better than me. And really, really, really mean it. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. So that means I'll have to invest in some things, in them. Time, prayer, resources. How are you going to get mad because you got to do what you got to do and you get mad because you got to do it? And then take it out on somebody else because you had to pay a bill. See, I, 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 I'm going to get there in a minute. Seriously, people, seriously. I know the spirit of the house. God has, God has given me deep, deep discernment. And a lot of us struggle with that. And you know what that means? That means that we as a people, as God's people, we have to develop what I call a generous spirit. Seriously. I'm, I'm talking about giving with no strings attached. 
sharing with no strings attached. You know what I'm saying? I did this for you because I love you. You you understand what I'm saying here? Because until we die to self, we will always struggle with our desires. You hear what I said? Until we die to self, we will always struggle with what? These desires that I have. All right. So I bought my kids new iPhones. And when they came in, I was like, man, where's my iPhone? Now, granted, I already have the top, top of the line iPhone. Y'all ain't hearing me. But I'm saying to myself, where's my iPhone? I, I, I went through that little, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What is the source of my quarrel? And then going to get an attitude, right? Y'all, y'all can't have it right now. <laughs> Come on, y'all. A lot of us, listen, y'all, I ain't the only one. I'm not the only one. Amen. I'm going to tell you the truth. A lot of us struggle, y'all. We struggle with this kind of stuff, but we ain't talking about it. Now, these are my kids. (laughs) Now, just imagine a stranger. I'm not going to give them my best uh, suit I'm going to give them the one that I ain't worn in 15 years. But what if I was to go to get them the one I bought last month? What if I was to give away the shoes, watch this, that I got last week that's still in the box that I haven't used yet? Can I feel good about that? What is the source? Look at what you're quarreling about at home. Just pay attention. It's about your desires. And until you die to self and realize that you will never take any of this stuff with you, the only thing that you can secure is your soul salvation and become a mature believer. That's what you take with you. But all this material stuff, listen, listen. I got the best iPhone. I got the best iPad. Listen, all that don't mean nothing. But isn't that what we quarrel and fight over? Stuff. Things. Releasing a few hundred dollars for this. Releasing a few thousand for that. You follow what I'm saying? Then we get a big old attitude about it. And, you know, I'm just saying, y'all. It, it, listen, listen, you can hold on to that money. I've held on to money for a long time it, when I did the envelope system, but eventually I had to go in that envelope. <laughs> and it's just sitting there. Jesus said you could at least put it in the bank and get the interest off of it. But you know what I realize, saints? We haven't even touched the surface of Christianity. I want to be a real Christian. Seriously. I don't want to be a Christian that just showed up at church and we did our duty. I want to live this thing every day of my life. 
So therefore, I have to reflect on my life every day. I have to look at myself and say, you know what? I ain't doing good in that area. I disappointed myself, but I'm not going to beat up myself because I understand God's grace and mercy. But here's the thing. I know where to go for my help. The word of God. The source. The source. Look what he says. He says, so the cause of the argument is what? Amen. You get married. You have the three stages in marriage. The happy honeymoon. The party's over and then it's let's make a deal. (laughs) It's always let's make a deal. (laughs) Compromise. Come on, somebody. Amen. So, what are those things? Number one, what is the first desire? Look what he says here. He says, you lust, verse 2, and do not have, so you commit what? Do you think he's actually talking about murder? Some people do kill for what they want. So, there's an actuality right there that's real. When you go to the point where you will rob a store, kill a person in the corner store for, for a few dollars, yeah. But, but let me tell you what else we do with that murder. A lot of us in this room are murderers. We are. We talk about people when they don't, when they don't do what we want them to do. Seriously. We kill them. We kill their character. That's why the best thing when somebody done you wrong and somebody said, do you know such and such? Yep, I know. That's about it. Don't say nothing else. Because the moment you open your mouth, what are you doing now? You're killing them. Let you find out on your own. (laughs) You find out what you're dealing with. Amen. Look what he says. He says, uh, you lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight. There it is again. You do not have because you do not want. See, that's, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But watch this. First thing is, number one, here are the three desires. And understand the reason for conflict, right? Ready? Number one, the desire to have. Amen. A lot of us want stuff, but we're so upset that we can't have it. So we're unhappy. And we think somehow we're depressed. God ain't good. He done left me hanging. Uh, You're breathing. Do you know what your greatest commodity is? Your greatest asset is in life right now? Huh? Air. <laughs> A I R. A R I. All right? Air. Because if you don't have it, what's going to happen? Does that make sense? What if you stop breathing right now? You've lost your greatest what? Right? So 
So the, the deal is, the conflict comes in is that when I don't have what I want, possessions. We want things, y'all. Don't we want things? But we fall in love with those things, and as a result of that, we fight and quarrel. Y'all with me? All right, next thing. Number two, the desire to feel. You want only so that you can have pleasure. Pleasure. We want to feel good. We want to be comfortable. We want to be satisfied. It's nothing wrong with that. But when it becomes an argument all the time, when it becomes a war, that's when it becomes a problem. Do you know that you wanted to be comfortable? Your comfortable comfortableness can become an idol. Your pursuit in life. Walk with me at 10 o'clock. I'll show you something about purpose. And that's the reason why some of us are stuck. Because we've made our comfortableness an idol. And that's, listen, we're not pursuing Christ-likeness. We're pursuing being comfortable. We're not pursuing character change. We're pursuing what? Being comfortable. Do you know that today's pleasures dominate our societies? Society? All that counts is how I feel forget you. Could you, you know, do, do you, do, listen, can you really say uh, that you really are concerned about your spouse? <laughs> Come on, y'all. Really, I'm talking about really. Every fiber, every every being, every aspect, we're not. That's the truth. We may with our kids. <laughs> All right. He, he, husband comes home. And what does he want to do? He wants to vegetate. He wants to watch TV. Uh-huh. His wife has desires. And he's like, baby, later. I'll catch that later. The desire to feel. His idea of feeling and your idea of feeling two different things. And then sometimes it's flip. <laughs> That's anyway, I'm gonna leave that. We got kids up in here. Amen. Y'all with me? Here's the next thing. You ready? Is that the th- is the third desire? Huh? All right, here we go. You ready? The desire to be. To be. Prominence. Look at me. Dr. Such and Such. Somebody asked me, why didn't you put Dr. Hunt on your, uh, on your book? I said, because I'm Derek Hunt. That's what I am. But you work on your... Do- yeah, I understand all that. So does an accolade give me prominence and does that make me feel, you know, important? To be, to be something. 
Amen. We wrestle. Amen. With this, y'all. James says this. Look what he says. He says, you're envious and can't obtain, so you fight and quarrel. Right? What's interesting about this is he says what? He says, he moves it now to what? To prayer. After you've tried, after you've argued, (laughs) then you want to pray. Man, do you know, do you know how deep that is? Isn't it crazy that the last thing we do is pray? (laughs) Come on, the last thing we do is pray. The first thing we do is try to fix it, what? Ourselves. Do you you understand the power of prayer? What prayer can do? Prayer is why I'm standing here today. Do you not know I pray for you every day? Every one of you. I call your name every day. I know some of you pray for me too. Every day I call your name. You got somebody praying for you. Are you with me? Because I believe that among everything apart from the word of God, prayer is the key to dealing with all of these conflicts that we have. But here's the prayer. Lord, don't change my spouse, change me. I'm out of time. But look what he says here. You ask and do not what? Why? Can you see how that can be real conflicting, right? You know what I mean? You're asking God to change some stuff, right? But God knows your real motives, like, and you're wondering, like, how many of you prayed and see stuff happen? Like, you prayed specifically and you've seen God do something, Anybody? Yeah, a few of y'all? Okay. I'm about to say, y'all, y'all got to amp up y'all game. <laughs> Some because he's a prayer answering God. And you know what I know about God? Sometimes what you're not praying for, he'll give it to you. Just because you've been praying. But may I say this to you? He says, call unto me and I'll answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things. That's Jeremiah 33. All right? He says, call unto me and I will, and I'll answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things. Watch this. The moment you say, you don't have to start with no formalities. Oh, gracious God, the Lord of the universe, you are so omnipotent, omnipresent and magnificent. You ain't got to do that. The moment you say, father, he turns and you're on the right. Listen, how many dads, where are the dads at? How many dads I got? Right one. Daddy! What you do? From the moment they call you, right? What do you do? You turn in that direction. What do you want? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? What do you want? Notice. Notice what I just said. When my kids call me, I always ask, what do you want? 
Now, when you pray, what do you think your Father in heaven says? 